Oh my God, look at this. This is amazing. What is it? I, I don't know, but it's amazing. Today's process is this. Your boss does not know what they have. Sit back, relax. Let's light the lantern. Well, hello there, Rangers. Wade Skalski here, lawyer, entrepreneur, and your guide to the understory. There are monsters and bandits here, but if you are stuck in your nine to five and you want to grow or start a new business, this is the place for you. Admission to the understory is free, but understanding always has a price. Let's light the lantern. What is up, Rangers? All right, if you see me squinting on the live stream, it's because I had to take my glasses off. Um, I ran out of contacts. I'm giving my my eyes a rest. And uh, if you are in the understory against your will, or if you are in the understory on paper on purpose, welcome. Forgot the little welcome. Um, but cough button. Yes, cough button. We haven't had the cough button in a while. I guess I've been just dropping rhymes so uh, so easily. So I'm excited today. I got a little, I got a lot of beverages today. I got my my coffee. I've got my green smoothie. I've got some uh, flavored water. So we got whatever our water fluid uh, hydration needs are. I got them today. So I'm excited to talk to you. Fresh off cleaning the toilets. Uh, yes, I cleaned the toilets today. My wife took uh, Madeline and Luke, Madeline to preschool, Luke to my gym. So I have the house to myself, just me and blind dog Lily. But before my life left, she's very smart. She said, if you want to be a superhero, why don't you clean the toilets? And I said, I just went like this. Hmm, very well. Which is, I was sort of ambiguous about if I was going to do it or not. Now, if your wife ever tells you if you wanted to be a superhero and she gives you a task that you can complete in like 15 minutes, this one's for free, go ahead and do that. So I clean the toilets, she's gonna come home, she's gonna be very happy with me because her love language is acts of service. So uh, toilets cleaned, I even did the dishes, cleaned up the kitchen, and now I'm fired up, ready to talk to you today. Uh, all right, you hooligans, here we go. So. Now that uh, you and I are in this together, uh, husband, entrepreneur, and a nine to five that you want to escape from, um, we're in this together, so we'll come through for each other. So I'm going to talk to you a little bit about your boss does not know what they have. Now, your initial instinct, when I worked at any of my jobs, uh, I... Uh, let's just pick any. I had three jobs, basically, three main jobs. There was one job I worked at for six months, which I really had no clue what I was doing. It was right out of law school. I, I worked at a real estate litigation firm. I mean, I had zero. They were sending me on depositions. I had no clue what I was doing. You, you, they, you don't learn anything in law school. You don't know anything. So you got to have someone help you. And this guy, just he just wanted to build hours. He didn't really care what the outcome was. He just threw me to do things. I had no clue what I was doing. I was like, I'm going to commit malpractice. I got to get out of here. So, uh, And then also, I, I still wanted to work at the prosecutor's office because I wanted to do trials and stuck at a real litigation firm that was never going to happen so um when i was oh yes when i was at my pro the prosecutor's office i was really in my element when i was doing trials like that was a time when i was like just like just in the flow and i was winning all the time which isn't hard to do as a prosecutor by the way winning on the motion hearings but i wasn't like i just felt totally comfortable there um but the, the powers that be kept asking me to do things that just were not in my wheelhouse. They wanted me to like not fall asleep during trainings. They wanted me to actually like write stuff down that I did, you know, like really outrageous stuff. <laughs> 
Uh, and then in my, when I worked for, um, I worked for one, when I moved to California, I worked for a firm that did uh, DUI firm that did just DUIs. And they had a, like, they had a lot of DUIs. And uh, I just, they, you know, I, I had one requirement, just leave me alone. Just give me my caseload, don't talk to me, pay me, and I will just get everything done. And, you know, that doesn't really work really well in a work environment. And, but I did, you know, at, at the end of the year, I, I promised them I'd work there for one year, I got the lay of the land, and I left. Um, they wanted me to stay longer. That's fine. And anyway, so I kind of had it. Those two jobs were sort of early. I was pretty young in both of those situations. I was in my 20s. And um, I thought I kind of thought I was the bee's knees. And I didn't. I had a good work ethic. Like, I, I had no problem with working. I just kind of wanted to do my own thing. And... I sort of had a fundamental misunderstanding about working for a working for a, a job, right? So, but the, the it comes down to this is that I agreed to take those jobs, all right? So, when you are sitting in your nine to five right now and you're mad about something, let's get this out of the way right away. Uh, when you're mad about something in your nine to five, it's not going the way that you wanted it to go, and you're like, my boss or supervisor doesn't know anything. They don't know what I'm worth. They don't know what I'm capable of. Uh, you're right. They don't, but they're not paying you for your future self. They're paying you for your current self. And your current self has a very specific set of things that you're required to do. And if you get upset about that, it burns your points. Now I talk about points a lot. So you wake up every day, let's say with hundred creative points, okay? When you are angry or frustrated or uh, basically any state of not being grateful, you're burning points. Now, you're not going to want to hear this guy stuck in a nine to five because I didn't want to hear it when I was stuck in a nine to five. I was like, why isn't this easier? Why don't you just let me like do my thing and just be happy? Because uh, they're not paying you for you to do your thing. They're paying you to do their thing. And every single, I don't care. And everyone does it. Everyone confesses about their boss or their manager. But the point that I'm trying to make to you is that the winning between di- the, the difference between winning and losing in business is a micron. You don't have the luxury of complaining. Because when you complain, you just hurt yourself and it burns your points. Your boss does not know what they have in you. I do. That's why we're talking. I know that your future self is a badass ass kicker who solves problems and can change the world. But right now you're trapped in a nine to five. But the first thing that I have to get out of your head is two things. One, you're not trapped. We'll talk about that tomorrow's podcast in in the transforming the help trap into the help game you're not trapped number one but number two is is that you're just hurting yourself when you complain like no complaining you just burn points and you need those points the thing that that was it took me a long time to discover this is that the content the frameworks the idea the things that you're going to bring to the world you just don't pull those out of your head you just don't sit down and think about them and they just appear in your head like you're not going to go on your in my opinion you're not going to go on your lunch break and come up with your million dollar idea it doesn't you may get a direction that where you want to go you may want to know the universe that you're going to play in but it takes a combination of of work on your business that you want to build it takes a combination of um, discovery, which is like things just kind of you discover through that process. And it takes a, a combination of managing yourself. Now, we're talking about the managing yourself part today. And that's just like, look, stop complaining, man. Like they don't. Your employer probably doesn't care about your future self. They don't care about training you. They don't care as much as they just need to get the job done right now. They're not necessarily invested in your growth. If you're in a place like that, it's very likely you want to stay there because those places 
they're kind of a combo of find your place, make your place. These people invest in you. They want you to grow. Um, and so that will let you stay in the trap longer. That will let you stay in the trap longer. But if you were truly like me and a misfit and a heretic and a total hooligan, uh, you're not. It doesn't matter how much growth they put into you. It doesn't matter how much they try to, to try to, you know, smooth out your edges. Eventually, you're going to have to leave. You're just going to have to because you were not meant for the find it place. There's nothing wrong with the find it place. There's so many. There's so many reasons why I wanted. There's so many reasons why I wanted to be able to be in the find a place. I wish I could thrive there because it's so easy. It's just like everything's laid out for you. You just got to do the work. And um, it just wasn't meant to be for me. And I have a sneaking suspicion if you're listening to my voice, it's not meant for you. So what we need to do is right off the bat, we're like, all right, you need to accept where you are and you need to stop complaining. That's 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 a huge one because you're, you're losing all of your points. Now, what's the other issue? What's this idea of talking about your future self and your current self? It's kind of paradoxical, but it's pretty simple. Like when you make a goal, you're really just making a promise to your future self. You're creating your future self. If you're going to lose weight, for example, then you're going to say to yourself, well, I want to weigh 200. Like right now, my target weighs 215, right? I'm, I, I got really close to 215 and then I kind of fell off. I'm like, all right, I, I hadn't done enough work to create the future self for me in my mind. So, but let's just say you want to lose weight. You do all the work, you discover how to do it, you get to new habits, and then all of a sudden you lose the weight and you're 215 and now you're a different person. Your boss doesn't necessarily, like I said, care about that different person, right? But you do. And so sometimes what people will do is they'll run out and they'll get all tactical. And that's what I did with regards to losing weight. I ran out there. I got a trainer who I still have, who I'm still working with. Um, I got, I lost like a bunch of weight really, really fast. And then I slowly drifted back towards my weight that I was before. Why? Because I hadn't done the work to, to really want to be my future self. I just was like, ah, I will... I will just decide that's what I'm going to do and that's it. And it's a combination of the three things that I talked about. It's a combination of of creating a big enough vision for yourself to pull yourself towards your biggest self. It's sort of managing yourself um, and sacrificing who you are right now. And then um, there's a third one that I forget right now. It's like out in the ether. It'll come back to me in a second. But, but there's something very paradoxical about when you want to get to your future self, you actually have to take a pause in your present self. Let me say that again for you. When you... When you actually want to become your future self, you have to take a pause in your present self. Everyone runs out and they try to do go all tactics and D through Z thinking. And I talk about that in my book. You actually just have to stop and just take a moment and you're going to have to start investing in your current job to get out of it. What? You're going to have to start investing in your current job to get out of it. I'm going to talk about that tomorrow, about how you change the help trap to the, to the, the help trap to the help game. But the first step is stop complaining, man. There's nothing in it for. There's no utility in complaining. You, the business that you, the job that you're working right now is there before you, and it will be there after you. The job that you're in right now is built by someone else. There was an entrepreneur who built that business, and they have a very specific thing that they want to do. And within that business, there's there's three types of work. I listened to this podcast today from Russell Brunson. He's totally right. There's three types of workers in every business. There's a visionary, which is typically the the um, the CEO or the founder or whatever, right? They, they put all the pieces together. There's the manager people who are like, they manage all the pieces. And then there's the worker guys and gals. And there's no, you need all three for a business to thrive, but you are a worker person stuck, who's probably a visionary or maybe a manager, probably a visionary, um, stuck. And that's your fault. It's not their fault. They said, look, I'm gonna, I need you to be a worker. I'm gonna pay this money. You accepted. So stop complaining. 
So what I want you to do is take out your Ranger Field Journal. If you don't have a Ranger Field Journal, what I, want, what I want you to do is take out a regular journal. If you don't have a regular journal, for the love of God, go buy yourself a regular journal. But for now, take out your Unicorn Trapper Keeper from the fifth grade. And what I want you to do is just write in it, stop complaining. Just a heuristic for yourself. There's no utility in it. And just remember, there is no end if you stay on the path to understanding. If you are listening to this podcast and you are an online entrepreneur, I know exactly what it feels like to be you because I am one. I know what it's like to know that you are smart and work your ass off, but always feel like you cannot get traction. I know what it feels like to have your spouse support you outwardly, but on the inside, they're saying to themselves, is this going to work? And I know that you want to create something in business, but you always end up chasing the same dollar over and over. Or maybe you want to create something in the arts, but you feel like you shouldn't play there. So you wander in the forest, stuck in the understory. I spent over 40 years there fighting the same monsters and bandits over and over. And when I discovered that if you learn what the understory is and you start to go there on purpose, you can find a clearing where you have clarity and power in your commerce, connections, and creations. You handle the forest like a badass ranger with the proper mindsets and skill sets that you need. Not once chosen for you by some guru or your parents, but chosen by you on paper on purpose. We can walk the understory together, but I cannot find you unless you raise your hand and say, I'm over here. Subscribe to my email list at understorylawyer.simplecast.com. Let's find your clearing together, a place free of entanglements, a place with a bedrock foundation, and a place where you set the boundaries, not anyone else.